Welcome to episode 81 of the Enterprise Excellence Podcast. I'm Emily Jevons coming to you from Brisbane, Australia. This is the fifth and final bonus episode of five focused on how to sustain and achieve an enterprise excellence journey and transformation. Today's topic is creating an integrated approach throughout your organization with internal and external teams. The community are dedicated to educating and helping organizations sustain and achieve an excellence journey to create a better future. Our first community meeting is on dun, 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 April the 28th, 2022. We mistakenly gave the wrong date in our first part of this mini-series. So just confirming that April 28th is our first virtual meeting. We have Dr. Morgan Jones as our world's expert who will be presenting on how to measure, audit and sustain a change journey. He co-authored the book Why Bother with Chris Butterworth and we are so pleased that he is joining us on that first meeting. We're running the community meetings on a Thursday morning once a month from 7.30 to 9.30 a.m. So that first hour of the meeting, we'll be chatting with our Wells experts, asking them questions and hearing their expertise directly. We're so lucky to have this direct access to the experts in our field. The second hour of every community meeting will be focused on helping one another overcome challenges in our own journeys. Our purpose for the community is to learn directly from our Wells experts each month and to help one another sustain energy and direction. We're also running a competition for our listeners and our clients during the month of March, where you can go into the draw to win a place on one of our Agile certified training courses. This could be in either our combined product owner and scrum master course, or in the Agile Scrum at Scale course. We're so grateful to be able to offer this opportunity to one of you. We'll be drawing the winner at the end of March. To enter, just reach out to us. You can find us on our website, theenterpriseexcellenceacademy.com and contact us. You could email Brad or I directly. Brad's email is bjevons at iqi.com.au and I'm ejevons at iqi.com.au. Or you can find Brad on LinkedIn and shoot him a message there. Just reach out to us and we'll pop you in the draw to win that great prize. We'll draw the lucky winner at the end of March and we'll let everybody know who that is. Thanks again, everyone. We truly appreciate you. So Brad, let's start with internal teams being integrated. What does that mean? Most transformations and excellence journeys that people embark on, a lot of them fail because a new leader comes in or, or a few leaders change and they throw out the old and bring in the new. Mm-hmm. And I think the key to this topic internally is that the more as you create this excellence approach, you can give wiggle room that as new leaders join, they can make adaptions and changes. But ultimately, you want it to become part of the fabric of the organisation so it's hard for it just to be thrown out. Because this is such a problem for frontline employees. This mm-hmm. is where frontline employees can feel like leaders are seagulls, where a new leader flies in, they change the old, putting in all this new stuff, crap all over everything and fly off. Yeah. Just like previous episode a while back where I spoke about the same thing in relation to consultants yeah. from the Boss Baby TV show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think and it's really bad for frontline employees. You know, They're trying to do their job, trying to make things work but their head just spins with all the changes and just impacts on them being able to do their job. Yeah. 
So being able to consistently hold this excellence journey for many years is so critical. Mm -hmm. One, to stop that, but two, to be able to help it actually achieve because it, it won't get achieved over two to three. You're talking 10 or more. Um, to get up to the, you know, get up to the Toyotas or the Panasonics or the Bridgestone or the, you know, these types of organisations. Mm -hmm. So you need internal integration to sustain the journey yeah. over the length of time that it needs. Yeah. Kind of to look towards achieving it. And that might be a few cycles of staff changes in that management yeah. sort of role. And if it can stick. So, so the way you do that is that... If you have this excellence model and approach, a lot of it comes down to the functional teams working really tightly too. So, for example, people in culture or HR, mm -hmm. if if they can have this model integrated to their onboarding approach, with people they're hiring, they're onboarding, they're training, but also their recognition and celebration systems. Mm. Often, pe people in culture or HR will own that sort of system with an organisation. Yeah. Now, if you can bolt that into, you know. The excellence, excellence journey, journey. The team, matrix. Uh, yeah, mm. and what it does to a lot of um, these recognition systems can be quite subjective, but what it does for the people and culture type recognition systems for their teams and their employees, it puts data and fact behind it too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you can use the strategy execution measures of teams, how they're tracking towards their meaningful, challenging goals and vision to inform best and fairest awards or anything like that. You can use progress on their excellence journey maturity index to inform best and fairest awards or recognition for achievements. You can use the data that's coming out of project execution, out of strategy to inform recognition and rewards. Great. So what that does is it brings a lot of fact and figure and data to it. But also, it gets a lot of the rid of a lot of the subjective type approaches, where it can lead to a company where people just don't really have much faith in the recognition system. Yeah. There's also some cool stuff you can do with people and culture and other teams is create visuals that actually show the progress of the company in different teams. And like I've seen great ones where teams are built like this massive Lego. This was uh, I think Airbus. Apologies if not, where they built like a big Lego collage on a wall where teams each had a little lego person that would show their progress on the one to five Aww. rubric that was pretty cool yeah, um nice. i've seen ones where it's just an, an image of a race and you know they're tracking it on this horse race track and there's all sorts of things whatever suits the culture of the company but that's where maybe bringing in marketing and people and culture and integrating those systems into it can really help it become sticky but also give it massive energy yes, you know yeah the other teams are your quality, your safety, environmental, your business improvement teams. Because to achieve excellence, it's the same thing. Yes. And that should be incorporated into your operating model or your excellence model. Now, for the quality, safety, environmental improvement team, especially with what we're about in, which is at creating that better future socially, economically, and environmentally, these teams can start working together and actually really supporting each other to help the company as a whole move forward on this excellence model all of a sudden you don't have quality safety environmental working individually you can have them really pulling together mm -hmm. and using the systems around it to really achieve great things get everyone in the in the organization improving continuously and innovating for those things and i think we spoke last or the previous episode about the whole review and mm -hmm. auditing approach mm -hmm. 
or if you can integrate that into these people who are very skilled at auditing, most of them have been trained, but you may want to adapt some of the approaches because it's just some of these teams, quality and safety can be more like the police. Yes. Whereas I think you want it to be about helping people learn, reflect, adapt, and for them to really own it. So depending on the culture around those teams in your organization currently, it may take a slightly different language and thought process. Mm -hmm. But that's powerful. Mm. And the final thing internally I wanted to talk about was building internal community. Mm. I think I I love that video on a TED Talk where the chap was talking about the crazy dancer. And for anyone who hasn't seen it, it, he shows this video of this lone nut on the hill dancing crazily at a rock concert and then overcomes another chap and he hugs him and embraces him as an equal and then they start dancing crazily together and then they a chain reaction happens with everyone embracing the next person over as an equal and to me that's a powerful thing with an internal community with your early adopters and these pilot groups you do like often when you're deploying an excellence approach it's good to go and you know, you've got to get the senior execs on and get the senior executive really focus on that strategic and cultural deployment and their role in execution and overcoming impediments that's a key Mm. and and gemba leading from the front but then you you can deploy in pilots not everywhere in one hit but in those pilots you'll have you can have an opt-in community where early adopters can come to this community be treated as an equal Mm -hmm. and run a pdca style learning and adaption approach through the community internally to your company and I think that's that's extremely powerful. Mm-hmm. And if that community really builds momentum, you then have another system that it's hard for someone to just wipe out when they come along. Yeah. And um, that's that's in internal integration. There's probably a lot more ideas, a lot more things you can do, but it's it's very powerful and it'll help it sustain the longer term. Yeah. Yeah. Great. So um, we'll jump into external integration. Is that kind of integrating? With suppliers, maybe in customers, is it? Or? Yeah, it is. Mm. So external integration is definitely, like you said, um, it can be integrating the journey with customers and also suppliers. So Toyota is amazing for this where they'll actually take Toyota production systems out and they'll coach suppliers and customers and help on that broader system. Right, yeah. And you can, you, basically your model or this approach you've created to help create your way you could then take out to them and help them create their way and maybe form a broader community with them, which is, you know, involving suppliers and customers and helping each other grow and sustain. You know, that's a key part of it. Yeah. The other aspect is learning, you know, that there's constant new knowledge coming along. And also already in an excellence journey, we've had, you know, you've had Toyota production systems, we've had Deming and Drucker and their work and before that Henry Ford and the Toyota production systems and total quality management and lean and now we've got agile all these evolutions of excellence you know and they've all amplified and got better on themselves and you know agile is that current one that blends best practice on innovation and high performance teams with like lean and Toyota production systems mm. but there'll be something else comes along yeah there's other things all the time so Part of that external integration is, you know, having those connectedness with external parties and experts and podcasts and all the things like we do mm-hmm. to help constantly learn and maybe make some adaption based yeah. on what's going to help. Yeah. 
And we've already spoken about external integration with auditing mm-hmm. or the review, yep. which is you know maybe once a year, once every two years, using mm-hmm. external yeah. party yeah. like SA Partners do to be able to come in and help organisations understand where they're at from that external set of eyes. Mm-hmm. And what we're about to do, yes. which is the community, you know, forming a community inside your organisation is extremely powerful. But being part of a community that's also focused on achieving an excellence journey and helping you sustain that and learn and adapt is also extremely powerful because you've got that support. It's a group full of early adopters, people who are passionate about this, and you can learn from the world's experts and have that extra knowledge constantly coming in, which connects in the learning. But you can also support each other, you know, in a structured way help each other sustain a journey overcome challenges gain new ideas and keep moving forward yes yeah. and i think that's the purpose of the enterprise excellence practitioner community and we will form a community very soon too for senior leadership mm-hmm. because there is a slightly different view you know their their view is really around those key elements we spoke about previously which is the strategy and cultural deployment and adaption system and then this execution goal achievement impediment removal system and gamber and leading from the front yeah but also potentially topics on senior leadership practices and language and coaching there's all this other element that comes into play and so yeah we'll we'll have the practitioner community initially and then we'll evolve onto that um leadership community which should be great yeah it's super exciting that we're getting our own community happening and providing that opportunity for those early adopters in in our local area Mm. Yeah. I'm also yeah. excited that it is bringing in that best practice on agile and that evolution on, you know, that so many people are now getting involved with, which is exciting. Yeah, it's great. Excellent. Well, summarizing, this is our last episode of this little series. Jump on board. We're um, starting our first community meeting in April. Yep, 2022. Um, so we'll just summarize today's little episode. Creating that integrated approach throughout your organization and then external to your organizations. So internally, we talked about the different teams coming on board, equality, safety. People and culture. People and culture. Your marketing. Yeah. All having um, that integrated, and you can use your excellence journey, the index, maturity Mm. index, to sort of integrate your whole company. Yeah. And we spoke about things like reward and recognition and celebration and training and onboarding and the review and auditing through quality, safety and environment. Yeah. But then also um, building that internal community of your early adopters. Mm. And I know um, you've worked recently with a company who wanted to have a total change of what they offer to the their market and they did set up the pilot and they got a really strong team in, didn't they? And yeah. And that's just flown. Yeah. So um, that pilot approach can really be a way you can test out yeah. new ways of doing things and build a mini excellence journey that maybe then inspires the rest of the company to come on board. Yeah. It's really cool. And so externally, we talked about learning, you know, always keeping your your mind open to new, new ideas and approaches that could work. Yeah external auditors and external communities communities that you can join yeah and i think the key part for me is that you know i mentioned in the show how you know excellence has evolved and it will continue to evolve 
And I think with this sort of approach we've spoken about in this five-part series, you're creating your own evolution. Yes. You know, because you're not just adopting lean and something out of a book. You're taking what you've already got, you're already great at, you're learning from maybe Agile Scrum at Scale or Lean Best Practices or Six Sigma or whatever elements are key to you, latest in people onboarding. And then you're creating your own approach, which is an evolution. Yes, yeah. You know, it's like another evolution on from Agile, Scrum at Scale and all these other techniques. And I think through the community too, because we're going to be learning from each everyone's evolution, we'll, I think it'll create this big melting pot of best practice and learning. And, you know, we may have the next greatest thing come out of that who knows what the future brings but the main thing is as long as we help each other's organization create a better future and help our generations to come by anything we do supports creating better outcomes economically socially and environmentally that's the ultimate gig yeah but it's an evolution that will get us there yeah great step by step Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh thanks thanks so much brad it's been yeah cool just putting this little mini series together yeah yeah. And thank, thanks, Emily. You're a top interviewer. I think we need to swap roles <laughs> right. more often. <laughs> thanks. All right. Take care, all. Yeah, we're really thinking of you in these challenging times, and yeah. our heart goes out to you. I hope you keep well and you're safe. Bye for now. Bye for now. Jeff Sutherland often talks about the scene in The Matrix where Morpheus offers Nero a red and a blue pill. The red pill to enter the matrix, the blue pill to go back to sleep. It's one of Brad and my favourite movies, The Matrix. Such an eye-opener. Unfortunately, most organisations and people trained in Agile or Lean Six Sigma take the blue pill and go back to sleep after the training, back to the way things have always been. Dr Sutherland and his team have set up the Agile Education Program and Community to help more organisations and people take the red pill and enhance their organisation's culture of continuous improvement and innovation. Jeff himself sees a community as a key factor and has asked us to set up a similar community in the Asia-Pacific region. We're thrilled that he asked us to and our first community meeting is on the 28th of April at 7.30am. Don't forget to enter our competition during the month of March to win a place on one of our Agile certified training courses. This could be either in our combined product owner and scrum master course or in the Agile Scrum at Scale course, both are fab courses. We'll be drawing the winner at the end of March. All you have to do to enter is reach out to us. Find Brad on LinkedIn, email him or I on bjevins at iqi.com.au or myself ejevins at iqi. Or you can also uh, contact us on our website, theenterpriseexcellenceacademy.com. Just reach out. Good luck, everybody. We'll let the lucky winner know at the end of the month. Thanks again, everyone. Bye for now.